Oh, and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 108. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man behind our reviews. Oh, wait. No, it isn't. What the hell is going on around here? Um, This week's show... I've kidnapped your co-host. Gary is out. He's done. We were like, you know what? You've been here three weeks. We don't need you anymore. We've got someone bigger, someone better, someone way more popular, and he's from across the world. No, I'm joking. Gary uh, was... A little bit busy this week, a little bit preoccupied with uh, some other things. Um, send him some thoughts and love uh, tweets and stuff. Um, just let him know that you guys are there to support him. I don't know what he wants to get into, what he doesn't want to get into, so I will leave it just there. Uh, but this week, we do have a great go host. Tweet him. Tell yeah. him you love him. <laughs> and we have Super Killer Bunny. What up, buddy? How you doing? What up? Welcome. I'm doing well. Welcome this to my is... Xbox and me, your first appearance on the show. This is my first appearance. Now, we all know Foxes is going to get really fucking angry about this because there's yeah. been there's been this there's been this whole Twitter debate out there. There's a hashtag mm. get Foxes on my Xbox and me one day, mm-hmm. one day. Mm-hmm. But this week, our times just seem to have linked up. You're the first person to hit me up saying, let's do it. So we've got you in this week and I appreciate your time, mate. You're welcome to it. Thank I'm, you. I'm I'm happy to be here at any <laughs> any time you need me. Appreciate Anytime it. you kidnap a co-host, you tie him up, throw him in the closet, forget that they're there, and wonder what the smell is a few weeks later. Okay, okay. So yeah, you're down for it. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, let's get into the rigmarole. This week's uh, my Xbox and me is brought to you by Mike Clinch and MC Fixer and all that jazz. Um, if you want the show early, head over to Patreon.com/slash/MCFixer. Audio is three dollars. Video is four. Again, sorry, the show is a little bit late this week. Not really that late. It'd be at normal for non-Patreons. But yeah, it is the first of December. The Christmas is coming. Holy um, shit. Yes, yes, I know. It's, um, so let's do Patreon thank yous. Uh, again, if you support with $5 or more, you get a shout-out live on this show and some other shows that we'll be doing in the new year. So look forward to that. Please be, hashtag please be excited. I'm working with you. <laughs> please be excited. I didn't, know you were, I did not know that you worked for Square Enix. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mike Lynch, uh, Stuart Parker, uh, Alexander White, uh, Words About Games, Kreshnik, Reese, Sarah and Kenneth, Miss Mr. Moody, uh, MT Cooney, Negrita, Andrew, Cal, Rahul, Paul Scarlett, Frederick King, Sandra Lidsey, Patrick Holmes, Fiona. Thank you all so much for your Patreon support at $5. That's a big list. Um, Yo, we're getting there. There's a name in there that I want to point out. Hit me. Rahul. Rahul. I can't believe Rahul Coley. No. Star of iZombie. You know what? Follow, yeah. follow and support. I'm going to let you think that. I'm going to let you think that. Uh, no, <laughs> a different kind of find best friend, actually. A different, different kind of find best friend this week. Um, Bunny, let's get straight into it, dude. What's in your box? What have you been playing? The- dude, okay. You've actually... This is big for me. I've big- actually been playing my Xbox I, I, a hell of a lot. So let's get into some backstory so, here. Let's get into some backstory. Yeah. So you are... Um, a gamer, live streamer, twitch.tv slash superkillerbunny. Uh, That's sure the place. I'm sure he'll plug it at the end of the show, don't worry. And Hell yeah. over the rest of this. Um, but you bought yeah. an Xbox One X. You have one. You're one of the very few oh my people God. in so, my social circle that has one. Let me, let me tell you all about this. So I've got, I've got this uh, backstory here. So right. PlayStation 4 and Xbox One came out. Week mm. apart, right? Yep. 
I'm, I'm, I was a PS3 gamer, sticking with Sony, sticking with my guns. What a mug. But, <laughs> but this, this developer called Respawn Entertainment announces this game called Titanfall. I'm like, mm. you, you know what gets me. Yep, this game looks like fun. So Titanfall comes out. Like, what, six months in, I think? Something it's like going to be like March. That, yeah. Something like that. Um, but a month later, so I, I bought the, the PS4 with my own money. As you and did, you're a responsible I, I was, adult. I, was I am a responsible <laughs> adult. I wasn't quite so responsible at that time. But the <laughs> Xbox One is out, and I'm like, oh, man, they're, they're selling out. I'm working at Best Buy, and they're sold out. So I decide I'm going to jump in and buy one. And the only game I play in the first year, other than Titanfall, was Dead Rising 3, which I loved. Dead, really enjoyed Dead Rising 3. Not a bad game. Not the best Dead Rising. Not the best Dead Rising, but not a bad game. I wasn't. Able, I, I couldn't get myself into the other Dead Risings. I tried. We'll I get into but, that, I'm sure. But geez. <laughs> um, so the Xbox gets some, some use every once in a while. You know, I've run into this guy. Mick Fixer somewhere. Mick um, definitely road, MC. Definitely MC. Like, dude, you gotta check out this this real guy MC Fixer. I'm like, oh okay, all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, I play Xbox. I'm like, that's mm. a little weird, but mm. I I play games all over the place. I got I got that PS4. I got that PC. I got an Xbox. And I I can use that. You want to play some Destiny? I'm hooked. I fucking love Destiny. I'm in. Let's mm. do it. So I, I download Destiny, I launch Xbox One. Oh man, that dust is is slowing her down. <laughs> so, I, so I buy an Xbox One S, got a great deal on it, and it's it is running great. Then we buy a 4K TV. I'm like, all right, this is awesome. We get some 4K Blu-rays. I'm like, all right, this is awesome. I'm like, shit, the Xbox One X is coming out, and that does 4K games. But you were just upgraded to a, an S. That was the funny thing. Yes, I just upgraded. So now, what I've got, I've got the Xbox One S up here, mm-hmm. 1080p screen. It's perfect. Got the Xbox One X downstairs, 4K screen. It's perfect. And the wife and I can play Diablo on separate machines, on separate uh, displays, so we uh, don't have to wait for each other to to get through all of our. So our you've shit. upgraded. You've got to and, where me and Haley are at. We, we do that. We we yeah. when when we got our Xbox, it was like. This is my Xbox, and when there's a deal, yeah. we're gonna get you your Xbox. Split yeah, screen yeah. isn't happening. It's not happening. Right. No it's, way. We're it's manual split screen yeah. at this point. Exactly. It's, uh, it's put two it's, TVs next to each other, and I'll hug right. you there. Exactly. <laughs> it's great. Um, I, the Xbox One X is has been used every day um, since I bought it, mm. um, and whether whether that's for movies tv or games it's yeah. it's been fantastic and it's been better uh it's actually helped me quite a bit with just unwinding um which is really nice because i wasn't playing games on the tv I, like everything i was always up here in the office playing and that's just gotten me downstairs relaxing in front of the tv I know uh, that a little bit more <laughs> yeah so so that's fantastic um the fucking power in this thing is nuts so played call of duty world war ii of course almost the entire campaign i played exclusively on the the one x 4k 60 fps fantastic so played through that been playing uh diablo 3 because i have a problem yep um, and it can only be solved by more loot 
of course. Of course. <laughs> um, like, that you you really do love games with a little. I'm learning Destiny Two, Destiny the whole mm-hmm. Destiny, I should say. Yeah, a Diablo. game with a good loot system and a, a let's call it a good gameplay loop, right? Diablo Three has probably one of the best gameplay loops. Yeah, kill things. Yeah, get loot that helps you kill more things, more things. faster, better to get mm. better loot. And it, it's it's a perfect gameplay loop. And uh, Destiny One had a good gameplay loop. Um, that was more about the raid and and the social aspect and things like that. And I'm I'm really excited. We can talk about Destiny Two later, maybe. But, We're gonna uh, get into it, yeah. But definitely, yeah. The, this week news is exciting. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been playing Diablo Three. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online uh, with the Morrowind expansion. Okay, uh, yeah, was like thirty bucks uh, for Black Friday. Picked that up and been playing that. So that's that's been most of my my gameplay um, since really mainlining Xbox games for the last. Fair enough. For, look, while. I love it. I love it. I love hearing you say, yeah. um, hearing you say, yo. I play an Xbox and then it's like there's been plenty of times I've hit you up like if you've got this on Xbox you're like no I'm like maybe you could have it on Xbox and you're like oh I don't want to buy this again I'm like but you can play with me and <laughs> so there's some games like Diablo I know I'm gonna get I'm gonna play another six characters to seven characters to max level I'm gonna get all the fucking achievements in that it's game. It's that, that good then? Because I've I've not, so that I've not good played, for me. I've not played Diablo three. I played uh, a ton of Marvel heroes. Oh my god, which we'll talk about later. Um, uh, but yeah, and me and Haley were loving that. We were loving the gameplay. Mm-hmm. I loved the loop. I loved. I think it helped. Mm-hmm. It was it was Marvel. I love Marvel characters, but I've heard it's just a poor man's Diablo. That's what I've heard. Exactly. And I've told you that. I've told you that repeatedly. I've heard it from you. I've heard it from plenty of people in the audience yeah. as well. It is, and it's a Diablo again. Marvel Marvel heroes tried to do what Diablo did. That the loot satisfaction just wasn't quite there. Um, Don't tell Haley that she loved that purple thingy. Just made that very clear. Like, oh my gosh, just wait until she starts seeing orange things drop like fucking candy on <laughs> Halloween. It's oh my, the the getting them ancients, especially when you. So Diablo is a game where you, you play through the story. Uh, if you're rushing through it, you can get through it in like a couple hours, but usually like ten to fourteen hours or so, okay. right? And then the game starts. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's all about the um, ending stuff. Yeah, um, and it's it's about you know doing bounties and to get loot to get ready to do rifts to do greater rifts that get you legendary gems that augment your abilities and getting sets of armor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do it, and they also have like, like a seasonal cycle that where you're basically guaranteed to get a set of armor um, that that all matches, which is really nice as long as you play through their their. Uh, basically their checkpoints um, which is really really fun um so that's what the wife and i like to do we're gonna drag you guys into it yeah 100 100 um Um, what have i been playing i played i've been playing i've been playing that fortnite that game that i cursed on a lot like for the show yeah i've been so I've, i've got like 60 hours in fortnite now um which i wasn't ready for that's I'm, actually, I'm not. I'm not surprised. It's no, it's like I, PUBG. Again, it's one of those I'm games. Like, yeah, game, I'm like, three hundred, 
I thought that was like 30 last week. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I've been playing Fortnite. The reason I've been playing Fortnite is um, I wanted to play something on console. I didn't want to use keyboard and math, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's just that it's so easy accessible because of it being free to play. Mm-hmm. I get why people are like, I don't need PUBG. I personally think you still need PUBG. This is a poor man's PUBG, which for better or worse, that's down to you. Let's, if you don't want to spend the money, that's, let's that's your say opinion. Poor man's PUBG. This is a... Fortnite is a hobby. PUBG is a job. <laughs> yeah, okay, I get what you mean by that. This or is a profession. Yeah, right. this... This is PUBG. definitely for casuals, this is for casuals, I'd say, and PUBG is exactly. more competitive. This is I don't like the 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 tier the gear tier loot where it's blue is better than this color and this is better than this mm-hmm. color. I personally don't like that because it doesn't come down to skill. It comes down to who gets the best weapon. Which right. as someone who's not great at shooters, I play them a lot, which is weird mm-hmm. because I love to I love to piss off my teammates pretty much, which is people like you and <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, fix, come on, carry your weight. I'm like, I'm tired. Use lies, just get the kills, and I'll pretend to be good. And I say I'm good, so people start believing I'm good, which is nice. It's lovely. You get the but, good stats from us. That's, that's yo, all exactly, that matters. Exactly. I get the pick up kills. Um, just like on Gears, when someone goes down, I'm there to rub them 100%. But yeah, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. I have, I think, I'm like I said to everyone, um, I'm playing this until PUBG comes to console, um, which I need which to like obviously. a week and a half. Yeah, uh, the 12th, which, again, very important to yeah. say, we will be doing a My Xbox and Me community game game night for anyone who wants to play i think one of the giant stepping stones to getting into pubg for me personally was playing with you and foxes and Mm -hmm. people like that and it can be one of those games from the outside looking in that looks quite scary Mm -hmm. but it isn't if you play with a squad and want to have fun and don't get me wrong it depends in which mood I'm in personally, mm-hmm. whether you're going to get a good game <laughs> from me or we're jumping at Georgia Paul every single time. Like, <laughs> me and Bonnie must have got 100 hours in that game together. 100. Probably. I mean, we probably got, I, I would say, a good third of my, my playtime yeah. uh, is with you and my group there. Yeah, I haven't played. <laughs> like I said, I haven't played and I don't think I'm going to play. Um, I probably will, actually. I shouldn't say that. Um, on PC. Probably play. I will play a little bit on PC before the 12th, but um, I'm really confused. Like I say, the 12th of December, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Uh, let's do a community game night. Email in if you don't know how to get involved or be part of the Facebook group and all that, Judge. You know you know where it Email is. Email game join night. No, don't confuse people. We already don't get enough emails. Do not confuse people. My Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. All right? That's this. What else have we been planning? I finished Assassin's Creed. I finished. Yeah, I and finished. you said it might be your game of the year, dude. Assassin's Creed is so good. I really did not expect for it to be as good as it is. From a level of, I didn't even buy the game. Haley bought the game day one. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. Assassin's Creed does nothing for me. I thought I'm just gonna hop mm-hmm. in. I'll see what it's like, and we'll see if I enjoy it. And then from the jump, I'm like, okay, this is this is interesting. And then yeah, and then I was like, oh, okay, I'll play a little bit more. Then I, and then literally, I was like, Joe, what? I'm talking. I'm always in Discord. So I'm talking to Crash. I'm like, tell you what, I'm gonna turn on the Assassin's Creed and just go hunting. So I'm just mm-hmm. there hunting for five hours. Of like, what? Why am I You're hunting just for five hours? Punching crocodiles. I'm I'm killing crocodiles. I'm killing everything I see. I'll be honest with you. I killed a cat. Yeah, I like, found yeah. out. I found out killing cats not okay in Egypt. Don't do that. People will kill no. you. Very. Oh, yeah, they're gonna. Didn't know that. <laughs> Um, yeah, but Assassin's Creed, from a, from a, a story level of 
this game, I said it in Twitch chat, I'll say it here. This game did something that many games haven't done for me this year, and it made me care about the world I was in more than anything else. I cared <laughs> about the people of Egypt, which for me, I don't expect to care. I just want to go kill things. No, I actually did want to do side mm -hmm. quests because Bayek's character wants to help people and mm -hmm. has great uh, relationships with children because of the way the story the, goes. Yes, that's for me. So 20 some hours in, that's the biggest thing. His relationship with the kids of the world. Yeah, 100%. Fantastic. There's so many cool side quests based on that. Really Honestly, interesting, really unique in I, games. I, I, I'm an emotional guy, as I'm sure many of you know if you listen to this show long <laughs> enough. Um, but this game made me cry multiple times, which I don't know whether I just had sank in my eyes, my allergies were playing up, but literally the game, it, it, it did little side quests, but it does, it does side quests in such an interesting way for me where it's, it's not just a case of go here, do a side quest, get your XP. It's go here, get a side quest, and that starts opens up a separate story arc of yep. a different set of characters that you then want yeah. to find out how that story ends and find out mm -hmm. how they take back their town or how they do this or whatever it may be. And that that in itself is should be an achievement because side quest stuff just in previous years for me, no one cares about side quests. Right. I've, got, I've got other things to be doing than doing side quests. Main story, main story, main story, end game. And this was so, for me, was... Side quest, side quest, side quest. Oh shit, it's the end of the year. I better get through the main quest. And right. Not, not side say, quests, I think, are as interesting, if not more interesting, than the main quest. I in, would definitely say uh, Origins. I would definitely say as interesting. 100 percent Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm again, I love the game. Um, it definitely could be my game of the year. Um, mm. I can't wait to have the argument with Gary this year. I'll be honest with you, it'd be an interesting I, I'm I'll be interested to see when you cool off from the game because how often do you finish a game and you're just like oh my god that's so good you get that edification of like the, the warm fuzzies you know rose to the uh, glasses you finish something and yeah. It's that, yeah and you're just like oh man that's so good it's fantastic and then you start when you look back and start critically thinking about things a little bit more you'll i'll be interested to see where you come down on that one if you still have it over Horizon Zero Dawn. Again, these are, this is a PlayStation podcast. <laughs> this is a PlayStation podcast. And Horizon Zero Dawn is not even in the conversation. Is a PlayStation podcast? No, definitely not. Definitely, definitely I, not. That you you said that twice to me right now. No way. No um, way. Um, Xbox Game of the Year. Absolutely. If we're excluding PlayStation exclusives, of course, of I think course. Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, I think there's going to be a very, a very uh, pushback yeah. from Gary for Cuphead. Which... Cuphead's fantastic, which I, I haven't finished. I'm on the last boss. Okay. I think I'm going to try and beat it tomorrow. Um, but yeah, the, it's Cuphead's fantastic. Cuphead does nothing for me. At all, like honestly, like I'm I'm playing it with Haley, and I know it's a good game, but the mm -hmm. difficulty levels of Cuphead is too much for me. Okay, it's so hard. It's so hard. It takes me so long to progress. I play that game mm -hmm. in one hour stints, which is we sit down to play it for an hour. Mm -hmm. To be fair, we are doing like a Let's Play series on the YouTube channel, um, YouTube.com/slash/mcfix. So go check it out. Um, but for me, I play an hour, and I'm like, that's enough that's enough mm -hmm. and then she's like but let's play more i'm like i can't my body physically can't do it i just don't mm -hmm. have it in me to play more and she's like 
you know what? I get that. And I just think it's so hard. The game's so hard and so grueling and so beating you over the head, which in some ways is amazing gameplay and it can be in the game. The game itself is beautiful and the gameplay is really good. But the mm-hmm. difficulty, I wish I could just have an easy difficulty. Mm-hmm. It, if you could progress with the easy battles, I would, um, yeah, right, yeah, that might make it a little bit easier. I'm still in world one, obviously, make it easier, but make it easier on your psyche. emotional <laughs> and, and physical psyche. There, yeah, yeah. Go on. The, the, um, the problem with me is I'm, I'm not amazing at games anyway. I'm playing it through co-op, mm-hmm. especially, which is meant to make the game more interesting for me because I feel like if mm-hmm. we're having fun, it will make the game more fun, and it's just like. The game's so hard. The game's so it hard. Is. It doesn't yeah. take away from how good the game is, but the right. game is so hard. The game, yeah, the game, and where 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 it doesn't lose me is that it's never unfair. No, I totally agree. The totally game agree. is is always fair. the The mechanics are consistent every time, and it's it's like uh, Dark Souls and Bloodborne in that aspect. It it is fair and consistent and the rules of the world are fair and consistent all the way through the last boss fight it yeah. just starts throwing more things at you um or in different orders or in different uh you know arena situations um yeah. I, it, it never felt unfair uh, at that point and That's at that point it just becomes a a matter of learning each boss um once you have the mechanics down and um did you buy any of the the weapons um, yeah, or, or abilities? We're literally just sort of getting into that where we're like, okay, change your yeah, that's missions is really important. That's the point where it really started to, to click for me. Um, it was when I could go, okay, I I want the pea shooter and I want the bomb, um, like the lobbing bomb yeah. uh, attack. And those those two abilities clicked for me with the the like invisa dodge kind of thing. Um, were really what what got it clicking for me and got me interested more in getting to the next boss and fighting that boss and figuring that one out um and almost treating it more like a puzzle game um yeah you know i hear so i hear you remember i'm one of those dumb kids so if you know don't like card games yeah you know it, i i feel you <laughs> let's I, get into i hated this. dark souls when i started it so Yo, what? 100%. Uh, let's get into the topic of the show this week, Bunny. And uh topic of the show this week, Microsoft plans to expand pursuit of 100 billion gaming industry, Nadal tells shareholders. Um, with the release of the Xbox One X and other gaming and development friend programs such as Xbox Play Anywhere, Xbox Game Pass, and the Idea Xbox program, Microsoft is clear that it's going to they are going to take the gaming series, gaming industry series. Sorry about that. In a further push at their gaming division, CEO Satan Nadella revealed today that Microsoft is planning to expand a pursuit of 100 billion gaming industry via DualShockers. We've got some more comments out here. Last week, I shit on Xbox. Last week, I said um, they, they had a bad year, personally. And we're in December now, so we can I'll rehash it, which from a exclusive point of view, They've had, yeah, they've had a bad year. They've had a bad year. Yes. With the games that have come out on uh, Nintendo, and we were talking about Game of the Year nominees, which um, mm-hmm. I love someone's uh, uh, comment in the Facebook group, which was the thumbnail I used was the Game Awards thing and PUBG's in that, obviously. And uh, mm-hmm. they were like, well, PUBG's coming to Xbox. And I'm like, did you even listen to the episode? And they're like, no. And I'm like, 
maybe listen <laughs> to it before you say anything. Like PUBG's not out yet. So you can't right. talk about something that's not out yet. Um, but yeah, it, it was an interesting, it's been an interesting year for Xbox. They've done such great things with the programs we just spoke of, Xbox Play mm-hmm. Anywhere, which I think is amazing. Um, for someone who owns a, con- uh, a PC like myself, um, I think it's amazing. And people who already own a PC are like, well, this is stupid. I'm never going to buy an Xbox. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want right. you to buy an Xbox. I think you just want you to buy the software. That's literally right. where it's at. Uh, you've got other programs like Xbox Game Pass, which again I've gave away tons of it. I still have tons to give away. So anybody <laughs> that emails in for next week's episode will get a free month of Xbox Game Pass. My Xbox and Me nice. podcast at gmail.com. Trust me, I've got enough, and we do not get enough emails, so you're guaranteed one. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the idea Xbox. Um, I interviewed uh, Ago, uh, who heads the team over over in the uk um and he's doing some great work with the indies and stuff like that i feel like mm-hmm. xbox are doing everything right but playstation have got such a stronghold on the industry right, right now that it's just not enough right so I, I think microsoft is finally laying the groundwork that playstation laid when they announced the ps4 um, indies and the the gamers right. first approach and stuff like that exactly and they're doing it better than PlayStation was. They just aren't doing it yet. Game Pass is fantastic. Yep. 100%. Play Anywhere is amazing. I literally I have bought games on uh, the stupid fucking Microsoft store oh. on Windows 10 because it's on uh, it's Play Anywhere. Yep. Uh, and it's fantastic. I can I can play Cuphead on my PC or on any of my Xboxes and have all of the same save progress. That's I, I love that. Shadow, I, love I can play that. Middle of Earth, Middle of Earth, Middle Earth Shadow of War. That's the one. Anywhere I want with the same save uh, file, and so I can play it 900 frames per second on my computer, or I can take it downstairs and play 4K 60 FPS or 4K 30. Yeah, uh, down there, you know, and it, I, I make the same progress. I don't lose anything. That is that is one of the best things that they could have done. And the closest to a Microsoft switch that we're going to get. Um, oh, man, I wish we it, got it an Xbox a, handheld. That would be amazing. Right? I was love it's it. It's called the Microsoft Surface. Um, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> um, it, that is like play anywhere. And and Game Pass are probably the best things that Microsoft could have done to fight back at Sony. Plus, they've got EA Access, um, yep. which for some reason Sony wants Turned nothing down. to do with. Turned down. Uh, yeah, yep. like what? You yeah, don't that was want that was interesting. Make some money. You're how much of that are you going to get? 40 percent. Got to be something. Okay. Like uh, I mean. Sh- fine whatever <laughs> yeah um, um yeah, Satellite, they've made some fantastic. more comments as well uh during this uh investor shareholders meeting uh the comments they made were microsoft shares are at an all-time high uh anyway microsoft ceo satana Nadella uh bo- broadly mentioned uh expanding the approach of the company taking blah 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 they're going to grow to their <laughs> 35 million users on xbox live I forget how big 35 it says 33, 53 sorry. and that's a, that's a Gee, big difference. 
eight o'clock in the morning uh i'm very tired i apologize sorry 53 xbox live members um that are deeply and frequently i forget how big xbox live is I forget that Xbox laid the groundwork well before Sony had their yeah. internet infrastructure, yeah. um, which has helped them in a big, 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 big way. Uh, and PlayStation Network is still miles behind the, the Xbox Live infrastructure. Um, I think so. Every time I turn on my PlayStation, I'm like, eh, okay. If we're talking about PlayStation Network specifically, PlayStation Store isn't that great. I, I, I like the PlayStation. Inter- interface. Interface. Uh, kind of things I, I i'm more towards the playstation side of things the, the xbox i'm still like it, it changed it changed every time i turned my xbox on for the first three years that's because you, you didn't use your xbox enough though to be fair right right but it changed so drastically i'm like okay now i don't know where anything is my home button doesn't take me to the home screen it pulls up this little menu okay fine cool um there's some features i really like on the xbox but i i could use with a, a little bit a little bit more games focused uh even from what it is now uh i get what you mean i get what you mean um i've I've never had a problem with it because i've been in the ecosystem for so long i think right which one you've been in the preview program and stuff too right yeah i've been in the preview program so i've always known obviously what was coming and when it was coming and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's just an interesting take on certain things. I think it's just it's a weird one. It's a weird one. But um, it's I like, too much it. like I Windows love it. Eight to me. <laughs> but I've always so I've always loved Windows. Like, like when it, I remember when Windows Eight got announced, I was like, oh my god, the apps store, and everyone hated that. I remember when Windows Ten was announced, everyone hated that. And like I've always Windows been 10, like the outlier. Like I hate Windows it. Windows Ten is probably the best operating system Microsoft's ever made. Honestly. It's, well, that's why they had to skip nine. They had to to get to this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, nine was just nine's a number you don't want to mess with. Apple's not messing with it. Microsoft's not messing with it. Nobody, nobody cares. We'll never see Xbox Nine or PlayStation Nine. No way. Yeah, I mean, we've already got the Xbox One Ten. So, so uh, yeah. You're the, right. the next Xbox we got better be the eleven or the twenty. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into this speak here about our sponsor this week, Mike Lynch. Your boy Mike Lynch still hasn't given me a new ad rate, so I guess I'll go off the dome as I always do. Which is what's going on, guys? Uh, Mike Lynch here, uh, and he wants to. Ch- he was playing with me yesterday. I was playing Fortnite with Mike yesterday. I don't get to play with Mike often, so it was lovely to hear from him. But he was telling me about all the great stuff he's going to be doing over on youtube.com slash Mike Lynch. Uh, he's got a new podcast, which I think he wants me to come on, so that would be an interesting one. Um, he's going to be doing some more gameplay stuff. He's going to be doing some more new shows. So definitely go check him out, youtube.com slash Mike Lynch. Buddy, should we get into the news? Sure. What Half an hour into the show, should we get into the news? Jeez. I mean... I don't know. This I'm turning into a fucking PS. I love you over here. Well, Xbox. I love you over here. Slow your, you slow your roll. We did not copy anything of PS. I love you. The two man structure wasn't what I was going for. No, no, no. That's not me. That's not me. That's not me. Uh, first piece of news: Xbox One X seeing incredible response this holiday season, according to Microsoft CEO, uh, Microsoft Chief Executive Officer. Santa Nadella, Jesus, this guy's coming out a lot this week. Comment Nadella. Nadella. Uh, comment positively on the performance of the Xbox One X during this holiday season. As we mentioned, Bunny has one, enjoying it, loving it. That helps. That helps. Great I think that hardware. helps. They made great hardware. 
which uh, <laughs> Della also added that the Xbox One Edge, which has defined the most technically advanced and most powerful console ever built, the marketing on that, I still, I'm like, sure, all right, if that's what helps you sleep in that. Uh, Just call it the most powerful console ever. Has seen an incredible response from the rest of that. <laughs> this holiday season. <laughs> Following the launch of the console on November 7th, the Xbox One X has sparked positive comments from GameStop executives as well uh, as well as MPD analyst Matt Piscatella explains uh, expects it sorry to surpass his initial predictions of six hundred thousand copies consoles sold this year. That's, awesome. um, that's, that's impressive. To be For honest, I was hundred dollar system. I wasn't. I wasn't sure it was going to do it. I wasn't. I didn't think. As much as the audience was telling me one of the people like Dan Oni, yourself got one. Uh, there's a few others out there that have gotten. But I just thought, if you ain't got a 4K TV, why do you need this? And then people were like, no, this is good without a 4K TV. That's mm-hmm. when I then started wanting one. And uh, now mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, yeah, people do want new hardware. We are very mm-hmm. much a. I know I'm an outlier on this. Like I've still got an iPhone six. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. But people want the new shiny thing, and I forget about that because that's not me. Um, is there something bigger or better and badder out there? People want that. Yeah, yeah. I I'm totally in that. I I want the new shiny toys. Yeah. Um. You know I. I really, really had to hold myself back from buying a, a 4K OLED TV when they first came out um, and going into crippling debt over that um, <laughs> and a divorce, you know. I like your streams too no, much. No, I, don't, I don't want any of those. Um, but yeah, I, the, the One X, I wasn't super excited for until I got the One S. Okay. And started playing more on the Xbox a little bit. And that's when I was like playing De- uh, Destiny and the I have giant hands. Okay. Uh, and I was noticing in longer play sessions on my PlayStation, my hands were starting to hurt more. It doesn't happen with the Xbox controller. Because like, the Xbox controller is that much better. And I don't it's care more, it's, it's way more ergonomic. It's way more ergonomic. I don't like that. I don't like the lack of symmetry. And that's always going to bother me. It bothers me on the Switch controller. It bothers me on the Xbox controller. It bothered, it like threw me into a fucking OCD fit over the GameCube controller. Yeah, it's not mad. GameCube controller was amazing as well. The GameCube controller ended up being amazing. And it felt fine to hold the looking at that thing. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) What is this? It's like somebody threw up and then (laughs) stuck buttons on whatever they just threw up. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah i mean this x the xbox controller the only gripe i have with it is that my sticks aren't symmetrical see um, i don't i like offset i way prefer offset for, so for me as a playstation gamer i feel the sticks more accurately when they're symmetrical uh the even the wii u pro controller has those they're like up but i'm yeah. i i am more accurate with them symmetrical um, and that's probably just a, a weird brain thing that I'm, yeah, I'm kind of dumb when it comes to anything to do with my left hand. You're so not <laughs> don't say things like that. Um, not, come on. Yeah, ask my wife. I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the other than that, it, like every time I pick up the the PlayStation controller now, I'm like, 
Well, these buttons are really flat. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> to be fair, I had noticed that we've got we've got yeah, four yeah. Xbox One uh, controllers in the house. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that the uh, you know around the thumbsticks and uh, they have that mm-hmm. nice ribbon. I haven't got that on mm-hmm. any of the four controllers. Right, uh, so it's really sad. No, are, I, don't, I know what you're going to say, and I don't want you to talk about it. If you say, "Do I have an Elite controller?" No, and it hurts. No, no, no. Are, are any of them? Are any of yours the controller with the built-in 3.5 mil jack? No, none of them. That's why. That's why. So this this is one that came with my original Xbox. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Doesn't have the the thing in the bottom, right? Um, and it doesn't have the nice ridges in the I- inside. Yeah. Um, and they don't stick up quite as much. And the the what menu and like screen buttons don't work as well. This is one that came with the Xbox One S. These buttons, so the ridges are deeper. Okay. And feel a lot grippier. Um, and these all of the buttons are clickier. Okay. Um, they're, they're more responsive i i didn't think it would make that much of a difference i thought the only change they made was the headphone jack built in but they did not it, it is significantly better build um i notice every time i pick it up too now so <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about uh the new the new stuff coming in PUBG. uh PUBG's new yes. Will debut at the Game so Awards excited. this so week. Uh, the upcoming desert map, uh, theme map for Player Unknown's Battleground, will be seen in action for the first time next week with the map's first official gameplay re- uh, reveal scheduled to premiere at the Game Awards in the US on Thursday, December 7th. Well, this is a big one for people like me and yourself who have loved the game and uh, have 300 hours plus on the game. And uh, we're going to get a new map, finally. Finally. Which Which is, I mean... It's a weird one because I understand why it takes so long for maps in these type of games. Like, that is is the bread and butter of this game is the map. Yeah, and how good it is, and how big it is, and how how like eight hundred square kilometers or something. Like it's it's huge, and every area has to be detailed. Yep, and balanced, and worked and reworked, and we're still seeing changes to Hunt. the existing map. Yep, they added, well, they added towns and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, they're cha- they changed. Uh, also, they've they've changed so many different things. Um, yeah. it's it's really really cool to see uh the change in the growth that that's that that's getting the most exciting thing though no more south george drops come on bonnie let's let's not start talking <laughs> reckless out here we all know i'm gonna find on this new map there's gonna be a spot that i always go find to. the worst place to drop it's like you say worst place but you think school's the best place tip to anybody playing PUBG on the 12th drop school Do not go to the, the most fun and you will get better at the game every time and when you come out of the school as the lone survivor and you've got a sniper rifle and 300 rounds for your maxed out scar, you're, you're going to be thinking me. You're going to be then happy. You, then you tweet Super Killer Bunny. <laughs> tweet at Super Killer Bunny, K-I-L-R-B-U-N-Y. Come and on. tell me, tell me tag fixer in it too. Don't tag me. At MC fixer. Don't at me. And just say, you're right. School's the best. School with this, like, look, let's make it very clear. South Georgia Pool is the best. Don't go to school. Kids, don't, don't, don't try to learn or on the streets. Head to Cheeky Nove. And I love how all these, all these little, uh, which is Cheeky not Nove. called Cheeky Nove on the map. So people are probably like, what the, what the hell is he on the map? talking about Nova Perine, Nova yeah. Perine, the yeah. docks. Yep. That's exactly yep. what I'm talking about. Um, next piece of news, we've got, we got an important one for me. I don't know if you're a fan of Final Fantasy 15, but, um, 
the December update for Final Fantasy 15 will include character swapping, episode, I think it's Ardriel, R-D-Y-N. Is it Arden? Arden. Arden. Yeah. All right, yeah. Um, yeah. Which is the, which was the, 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 the He's bad, the antagonist. Bad yeah. in the game. It's coming next mm-hmm. year. I, I was not expecting more DLC. Uh, according to the latest uh, active time report, <laughs> VR WCCF Tech, players will be able to switch between characters, Noctus, Gladius, Ignis, and Prompto in battle, and mm-hmm. each of them will control as they do in their respective DLC, which if you haven't played, you should play. Very good DLC, in my opinion. Um <laughs> I didn't buy the season pass, my game pass. Uh, see, wait, I'm hearing huffs and puffs. Like, what, what, what do you mean? What's wrong with the DLC? So, there's nothing wrong with the DLC. I, I feel a little burned by Final Fantasy 15. Um, the Chapter 13 changes. So, I, I bought the game at launch as a, a longtime Final Fantasy fan. Mm-hmm. I bought the game at launch. I played all the way through the game um, in the first two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And like two months later, they announced, hey, we're making changes to. Chapter episode 13 mm. or yeah chapter 13 chapter 13 yeah that are going to change the story and wrap up story elements and then they're introducing and we knew the dlc was coming and stuff like that <laughs> finishing that game didn't feel like i finished a final fantasy game even knowing like dlc or a sequel might be coming um to it like well, the DLC. Okay. When I finished Final Fantasy X, right, I I already knew that Final Fantasy X two was coming, right. Oh, yeah. But it still felt like a complete story. Final Fantasy fifteen had a great boss fight, boss fight at the end that felt like a final boss fight. But yeah. the story wise, it didn't feel like I had closure for most characters, and that bothered me. I I don't mind them adding DLC chapters for these other characters. I don't mind uh, the episode Arden and I don't mind. I, I really don't mind any of it at this point, other than the, the changes to chapter 13 and as big of a game as final fantasy 15 is. I'm not going to be going back to that game. You're not. I, there's no way there's I, no way I can go back to that game. So if I go back to that game, I delay 45 other games that that's true, that's true. I, I hear you i hate you. missed over there for me so, for me the things i loved about the dlc which i think done a great job was it it let you into the world of the other characters uh they were either missing or something was going on with while he's playing as noctus noctus i think was an okay character um mm. i cared more about the other three lads which apart from ignis who i didn't care about until a certain part of the story um mm-hmm. no spoilers but i like the way they do it it's because i always wanted to play as them i always wanted mm-hmm. to play as them and now this the character number one character swapping that's really cool. that's super cool that's really that cool. Really that's not cool. something i was expecting to get in this game like there mm-hmm. was there was no way i was expecting that that's like okay this is the first final fantasy i ever finished like ever oh wow okay yeah this okay. is the first one i ever finished obviously i used to i played uh seven eight uh 10 i played them all but being dyslexic and hating reading those were like mm-hmm. the worst games ever <laughs> yeah <laughs> like to yeah, read. i so then, can definitely understand that yeah and like, 13 just, is literally the worst game ever made I, um <laughs> never played 13 um don't <laughs> i'm not playing like don't worry so 15 to me holds a very special place in my heart it does because it's the first mm-hmm. one i finished and it told a story i liked and there's still tons for me to do still but the dlc added 
it, it filled in the gaps of the story that I kind of wanted it to. And it didn't mm-hmm. feel like it was in a scummy way because I felt like, okay, DLC, again, lucky enough, I didn't pay for it. My Game Pass share, I did. But for me, it was like, okay, they have actually built out these characters with skill sets and moves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. that that's why I'm good. It's not just a story. So do you level up each one of these characters? Yeah, in its own way. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, okay. So you've got Prompto's di- DLC is probably the weakest at the end. The end battle in that's mm-hmm. terrible. Um, I've really enjoyed Gladius's end battle in uh, mm-hmm. his DLC. And I like the whole story arc he was on, actually, mm-hmm. while I was gone. And Ignis's, I can tell, was going to get emotional. So I cannot wait for that. Um, mm-hmm. And then to get it from, to get the DLC we're going to be getting with the uh, main, uh, end, like, the main boss who people mm-hmm. loved i didn't like him per se i didn't think it was that great honestly um but yeah. he's just it, well, he's one of those okay. that kind of shows up but i'm interested <laughs> to see where his story arc right. goes right. which well, just pops up everywhere like he's just all like mm-hmm. how the hell would you hear it like, i've done this journey in my car and flown everywhere well, how the fuck do you right. get here dude like yeah right. but um i'm super interested i cannot wait yeah. for this, this to come i guess i guess for me the problem uh, the the scorn i feel is that i should have waited until like i wish i had known that they would still be adding major things to final fantasy 15 a year year and a half after they released the game yeah because i I would have waited um the funny thing is i remember waiting and waiting and waiting to get to chapter 13 for the um the the update deal whatever it is and in the end, I was just like, oh, Joe, I'm just going to play it. And I remember feeling like, this is bad. This is bad. This yeah. is not fun. Yeah. But, um, Chapter 13, thematically, I understand it. Uh, it wasn't fun to play. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's the problem. 100%. Um, let's get into your wicked half, shall we? And let's talk about let's Bungie. Do it. Uh, Bungie Bun- addresses the state of Destiny 2 in a blog post. Uh, Bungie has replaced a planned live stream today which wasn't today, it was yesterday, I believe. Um, uh, Tuesday? No, yesterday. With a blog post from the Destiny development team addressing the game and where it stands with Destiny 2 community. Um, they don't, mm-hmm. I haven't got it in this story. So you being a big Destiny player, I'm sure you know enough about this. So yeah. from my understanding yeah. was they found out, some players found out that grinding... Um, public events was showing that you were getting a ton of xp actually wasn't there were ui discrepancies right so basically they the ui was saying when you finished uh when you finish a an event or something in destiny right you kill something it's it pops up and says here's your xp and it shows up above the bar it says you got 900 experience whatever yeah um and the the bar fills up a certain amount and after you get a certain number of uh bright engrams after finishing or after reaching level 20 um it basically it maxed out at you needed to get 80,000 experience to uh fill up your bar and get another bright engram yeah well during the double xp event um players discovered that there was a scaling xp multiplier that wasn't that was basically designed to slow people down yeah. um, so you 
you were seeing people getting like 9,000 experience and filling up a reasonable chunk of the bar for your 80,000, right? You'd, you'd get about a 10% buff. And then you'd see that same person in the next activity get 14,000 experience and it's like a pixel. Like oh, just, yeah. just nothing. So they, they investigated this. It's It was basically a scaler that they scaled on the, the UI bar on the bar, but they didn't change the, the UI that read something out. And people were this is like their microtransaction thing to, too so that's yeah, what we're gonna get into like, real quick, really like which... guys what are you doing this is this doesn't make any sense so For people who don't understand the importance of this it's so the bright emigrams are something you can pay real money for um mm -hmm. so what was what was perceived from the fans which i i always try and be on the developers uh, side of things which most of you know um for this way i can't i really can't so we, what it pretty much comes down to was they were lying about what you were getting so you played the game more or you paid money, or you paid money and i think that's what most people are perceiving as somebody who's followed destinies since alpha really oh yeah you've been yeah i don't think that bungie was really intentional about that I don't think so either. I but the problem don't with think that anybody at Bungie was thinking, okay, well, we're under pressure to get more money coming in. I'm sure they're making an ass load on Bright Engrams as it is. I purchased twenty dollars worth of silver on each console to get silver for <laughs> to get silver dust specifically for exotic ships. You're a monster. Um, and. It's because I, I don't have a problem with the, the shaders. No, if you haven't got a problem, you've got a problem. <laughs> right. I don't have a problem with with the what's in the bright engrams and with how you can acquire them. I do have a problem with them slowing that down if their intention was to do that, but I don't think that was their intention. I think that they <laughs> I think that they are just that dumb. They're just that dumb or are missing that one step like somebody to look at this and say that is bad or this is not working they something just isn't clicking and has never clicked there since bungie started doing destiny mm. to make that inherently let's call it evil with air yeah, quotes like an inherently evil decision um I think it was something they were like, okay, well, we don't, people are going to burn through our content, but it's either spend millions more to create tons more content or put this like little slowdown kind of thing. We've got these protections already in on other things. People are probably not going to be upset about it. And then, oh crap, we have to do a double XP weekend. There's a different team that starts the double XP weekend. They might not be keyed into it. And then we get what we got, which is. The XP bar slows down, your number doesn't. So the thing I'll say is I think it's I think the problem we've got is if this happened before Battlefront 2 come up, I think this Nobody is a, a literally a Twitter post which is really sorry that this was a mistake in the back end stuff. Sorry for this. Blah, 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 blah. But because of what's going on in the microtransaction yeah. world right now in gaming industry. It's right. like, no, you guys are fuckers, and we have to. And unfortunately, right. as gamers, the we kind of have to do that. that. We kind of have to because of the way EA, yeah. EA right now has 
pissed in everyone's cornflakes, which is something I keep saying about everyone. They did worse than that, but they did way worse than that. I don't know, man. If someone pisses in my cornflakes, I'm going to have a problem. I'm serious. I don't mean cornflakes. Very true. I mean, EA has they they didn't just cross the line they they sprinted over the line and punched everybody in the face on the other side of it which and we're not going to go into because we've done it now so everybody <laughs> but now everybody is is burned yeah right Every, everybody is wary and suspicious um and not feeling trusting um to finish up and this... yeah you know yeah, to finish up this story, we got the, the quote is, um, and I'll read it from the blog post, which was the team said in its uh, readings that it has taken to heart feedback and improving the experience, as well as tough criticism about the lack of communication. And the quote here is, "We agree, we need to be more open." Um, and quote, "We want Destiny to be the game that fits into your life. Destiny isn't right now is not a game that fits into your life. It's Destiny right. Two or nothing else." Um, it is a time well, sink, which I think is ridiculous, honestly. I don't agree with you just because of my experience with Destiny 1. Destiny 1 had rewards for, had specifically cosmetic rewards for like doing each each raid, had its own specific cosmetic rewards. Each, uh, like it had its own armor set, it had its own ship, it had its own sparrow, it had its own shader. You don't get that. We don't have that right now in Destiny 2. And it's all about the tokens, right? And none of the stuff is really that different. Everything feels kind of samey across the board uh, in Destiny 2 compared to Destiny 1. Um, So what they're doing, uh, masterwork weapons, the uh, changes that they're implementing to, uh, to those for like random roles on perks and things like that to kind of customize your weapon a little bit instead of having just set weapons um, is, is really good. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see where this goes. And I'm even, I was one of the few that is still very, very excited for uh, curse of Osiris. And when this drops, I'm going to be all over it. Yeah. Uh, curse of Osiris is the next week. This curse week? of Osiris is on the fifth. Um, and so this, so, week, this week, yeah, the twelfth is probably when the the raid opens. I'm not sure if if they've announced that yet. I tend to stay away from the reveals and announcements and stuff about content um, yeah. with I'm, Destiny, just so I I'm as excited as I can be. I'm guessing so. I'll have to play that then, because I'm not at 305, so I need to get to 305, right? I don't think you'll need to be at 305. Um, so typically with Destiny, when they do an expansion, if they're raising the light level, um, you will probably get to 300 base level and 305 very easily. Um, and then kind of restart the grind that you had at yeah. like 365 or 370, whatever it happened to be, okay. with slowly upgrading things. Um, oh, yeah. Which I think is a great way to do it because it, it lets you explore and and live that content just like you did the first one and get to know it as well as you did the first one um, yeah. i think they do that very well so okay let's talk about square enix for a little bit and we've got a couple of stories right, about square they were, let's go no uh square enix on the future uh, again square enix on the future of deus ex franchise square enix ceo yokus yosuke matsuda 
Thank you. Recently discussed uh, the future of Deus Ex franchise. Shooting down rumors the series is dead. And I quote, we have never said anything discontinuing that discontinuing that title. But for some reason, that's the rumor out on mm. the market. Masuda told GameIndustry.biz, quote, what I can say is that Edison Montreal has always developed their sex and the issue is we have we do not have limitless resources he explained i actually quite like this uh approach of actually speaking about what the hell was going on with franchises personally yeah. which is literally this, this reads to me as, uh this reads to me as is literally the, the ip didn't sell as well as we wanted it to but mm. we still own the ip and the team that work like on it. that game are working on something more important as of this right. moment. Right. That's literally and, it. Yeah. Well, and the rumor is that they're working on some Marvel game, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, maybe. We, well, like that. that's the rumor, isn't it? I think that's, it's, the, that's rumor. Right. the Avengers game getting done by. They're probably helping out the Avengers game as well, honestly. They might be. Uh, well, I don't, I don't think Eidos Montreal is uh, a huge team. They're a big team, but I don't know if they're like a multi team kind of like help everybody out uh, what um, i mean by that is i wouldn't be surprised if they need to pull resources for this game from most from of others. other studios yeah, and then they've got yeah. someone else working yeah. on whatever else is going on right so um, um yeah, be yeah uh, I, i'm i really like the deus ex franchise um i i liked uh mankind divided uh quite a bit um it wasn't as good as uh whatever the first one was deus ex human I, revolution. Can't, I can't even yeah, help you i've never played them never played any um, of their sex games so they're they're really good um they have this unique sci-fi almost like blade runner kind of feel to it um with augmentations and stuff but like okay it's, it's a really really interesting premise if you like science fiction yeah um, and the gameplay really emphasizes kind of like choose your own path um like, do you want to be stealth? Do you want to be strong? Do you want to be clever? Um, do you yes, want to talk your way out of things kind of thing? Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's really interesting. Um, and there really isn't anything else like it out there, which makes it a little sad that um, Mankind Divided didn't do as well as it. I, I hoped it ha would have done. Yeah. But if that team, that is a very good team of developers. If they are working on something in the Marvel Universe, Yes, please. I'm very excited for that. That Ooh, that could be I'm very very cool. Cannot wait. Um, yeah. So, bring it on. Square Enix also talking about uh, how they let go of uh, IO, but they let uh, IO keep the Hitman IP. Square Enix president has uh, recently explained oh, why it allowed IO Interactive to keep the IP when the two studio uh, when the two parted ways uh, earlier this year. Quote, it's because I believe it wouldn't have been Hitman unless it was made by IO. End quote. Boom. Drop the mic. Wow. That is was not ready for that. That is the <laughs> most consumer and business smart thing that you could say about a creative intellectual property. You're like, hey, look, we love what you did. We're not making enough money enough for it money. here. You yeah. might be making, you know, we've invested however much. If you guys want to take this and do your thing, let's let's split amicably. And it's not going to be a bloodbath. 
you're you guys can keep your ip whatever that is possibly like the biggest the best thing that square enix has done in but, a long time the thing uh, i want to hit on which is very important which is like companies need to be more transparent with stuff like this because this is what gets me personally to support a deus ex mankind divided because you say things mm-hmm. like this and i'm like well they did that good thing they should be rewarded for that right. people who yeah. do good should be rewarded and yeah absolutely big companies and people who do bad like ea should not mm-hmm. i will not buy i will not buy a fifa um 19 but i probably still will so <laughs> don't buy the star wars game oh never that, i'm not gonna do it no do don't it. buy star wars if, because then disney gets mad at them yeah, well, if, you which... like, if you like FIFA, buy FIFA. Support yeah. what you want. I, I I play NHL every fucking year, no matter how little or how much they add to it. Yeah, I'm going to buy that fucking it's... roster update. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's... Uh, the game is good, and it's good every year. You know? Yeah. So I support that. Battlefront was not good. Battlefront 2 seemed to have been better but then just crippled just fucking cut off at the knees and jabbed in the fucking eye with microtransactions it's just <sighs> don't buy that game buy square enix's game buy hitman year two season two whatever they they're gonna call it yeah. you know like if if you want to support a developer or a publisher that is doing good things with specific properties buy those specific properties don't go oh well i like square enix because they did this with hitman so i'm gonna buy final fantasy 15. yeah Yeah, that's not gonna tell them anything yeah this seems like a perfect place i forgot to add the story in but it just totally made me remember which uh this story will add in real quick which is ea's day of reckoning is here after star wars game uproar three (laughs) billion in stock value wiped out we did it 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 and you know what and i'll say we did it because we hit them where it hurt guys there you go that's literally that's, it. that's important that's literally it's it. also important to point out the all of the market is is in a bit of a a slump as well I, so I ea is not exempt from market trends um but Three billion is not a just a market trend. So EA stock is down eight point five percent per month today through Tuesday compared to the company's S and P five hundred five. I even know what some of this something, is. Down. I'll be something. honest with you. But the that most important worries. thing is, um, yeah, everyone like Bonnie just said, everyone is down uh, a little bit. Uh, I think Take Two's down, down Activision's down. Uh, I think Take Two's down five percent, and Activision's down like zero point seven percent. But uh, EA's down, uh, right? Three billion, billion, fucking billion. That is a lot of money, and uh, that's. I mean, we keep seeing it, and and hopefully we keep seeing it. I hope people don't just go, "We did it." I can go buy the game now. Yeah. Um, it, you're not on. You're not on strike. Really? No, exactly. exactly. The, the message here is don't buy this game period from a company that is trying to use it to steal from you. Yeah. 
to extract as much money as possible from you mm-hmm. and don't buy the game yeah i gave forget it exists don't buy it psa <laughs> yeah um let's get into a little bit of sad news this week which uh, is marvel heroes developer gazillion reportedly shut down uh this is this really sucks uh, the developers of marvel heroes uh gazillion has been shut down uh, a day before thanksgiving which is obviously a holiday in america i hope you had a nice one mm-hmm. um it's delicious this comes <laughs> via multiple employees on twitter who claim they were laid off without their pto or severance pay uh the closure comes after disney and marvel shut down the free-to-play game marvel heroes mm-hmm. Um, the quote we got here is, is uh, we, regret, we regret to inform you, Marvel Heroes fans, that we have ended our relation with Gazillion Entertainment and that Marvel Heroes game will be shut down. Marvel said last week in a statement, we would like to thank you. Um, I was listening to the kind of funny games daily and they had Anthony Gallegos on there. And apparently mm-hmm. this was something that was just well known. They knew this company mm-hmm. was getting shut down. Um, they mm-hmm. just A lot of the people there cared about their, their PTO, which I don't even know what a PTO is um paid time off oh gotcha cool okay that makes sense. you can get that yeah. uh like if you have it amassed you can like cash it out for yeah. half value or whatever oh, yeah. yeah and um or the severance pay which is oh yeah that's there's some shady stuff sucks. going on behind in that company and how things worked yeah. um yeah. but apparently no one was really surprised um they knew yeah. the company was shutting down i think it was the day before like the girl shut down yeah yeah so yeah, the, the day before thanksgiving it's not a, it's not a great time to uh have a company mm-hmm. shut down um my thoughts yeah. go out to anybody there if you work in the Best industry uh, yeah. try and reach out to some of these amazing people like i said the game was amazing i enjoyed it um did it have problems yes does every game have problems yes um but yeah i hope everyone falls on Three. Not Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> um, next story is one that I keep missing. I kept forgetting it, but it's getting added today, so I felt like it was important to talk about it today. Gears of War 4 <laughs> will be added to Xbox Game Pass lineup on December 1st. Uh, it's one of the most high-profile additions to the service so far. That's really big. Like, really yeah, big. the game came out a year ago that's that's huge that's really big i was not expecting um yeah that to be in game pass i'm a little bit salty about it if i'm being honest with you because i bought the 80 dollar version well not i I bought the 80 dollar version which was to get the early access and to have the season pass which is non-existent and um yeah. So it's it's more I'm pissed about that more than I supported the game, but I'm so happy for people. So anybody who emails in next week mm-hmm. will get a free month for Game Pass, which pretty much means you're going to get Gears of War Gears of War for, for free, which is the second best game in the the series. I'd say it's better than three, not as good as two. You're drunk. I'm drunk. Yep, you must be drinking. Where? Which game in the series plays better than that? It goes two, three, one, four. Uh, and judgment doesn't exist. What's judgment? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Gears of War 4 is not a bad game. That's made no, very I think clear. But Gears of War 2 is the best game. Yes. Gears of War 3 
pretty amazing too. And Gears of War One, I remember. I've, I've got fond memories of that. And Four so you, just you're doesn't looking hit. at it with rose tinted goggles. Oh, one hundred percent. But I own this show, so I can do what I want. You can. <laughs> Welcome to the rose tinted edition of my Xbox of and me. My Xbox and me. Yeah, I, f- yeah, I think yeah. at rose tinted at mcfixer.myxboxandme.uk. Uh, Joe, I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm going to stick by that one, to be fair. I flip-flop a little bit, but yeah, two, three, one, four. Okay. Maybe, honestly, maybe four, one. Maybe I can argue that one. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But I can say three got great emotional hits. Mm. Uh, two is the best. Two is the best because it has the best... 100%. It's where we really where we really got to know Marcus and Dom, especially Dom. That and the multiplayer. Um, the multiplayer are two. Yeah. Oh, wingman. Wingman with great maps and oh I've got so Horde many fun memories. Horde was introduced. Gear oh, two. I should yeah. go back and play two. Um, yeah, Gears Two is, is fantastic. And we I can't imagine we won't get a, an ultimate edition, a, a 4K remastering of of gears 2 one day i cannot imagine that that won't yeah, happen one day one day it was one of their um, biggest franchises so yeah definitely one day yeah um but yeah for me two four three one and all i i love all of them honestly they're fantastic 100%. um apart from judgment but, like and none of the numbers games are bad yeah ju- i wouldn't even say judgment's bad it's just it's missing the the character yeah you know okay it's it's the Arkham Origins of, I, wrong. of the Gears of War. You're franchise. totally wrong because Arkham Origins is the best game. So it's not Arkham Knight is Arkham Origins. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just Actually, say no? No. <laughs> Arkham you... Asylum. I, I'm gonna go Asylum Knight Origin City. No, it goes Origins. C- nope. City Asylum is the... City. City is my least favorite. Knight. City has my favorite has my favorite story. That's the best ending. And yeah, it beat and it's my favorite story because of the ending. The gameplay, they so they took the perfect focused but still kind of sprawling of Arkham Asylum and just spread it way too thin. Mm. The I did not enjoy exploring the city in Arkham City. I'll be honest with you. I never. I, I went never straight from story beat to story beat to story beat, mm. and and you know everything else was just annoying distractions that weren't I've, fun to explore for me. It's weird to think I played all of those games this year. Mm-hmm. Every single have, one of those games I beat this year. So I have I have the platinum trophy in uh, Arkham Asylum, my we, first ever we, platinum we trophy. Don't care, we don't care about platinum. Uh, the and I have the platinum trophy in Arkham Knight. No one cares about platinum. And almost hundred percent of the. Yeah. So I've I got hundred percent achievements yeah, in Arkham Asylum. That's more like I got. I have everything I think except for the last two DLC packs in, uh, in Arkham Knight and Arkham City. While I I like it's a very good game. I just think it's it's my least favorite of the Arkham games. Very interesting. Very, I, very I know I'm, I know I'm a like the fucking odd man out on that, but yeah, I I just I couldn't. It it's just for me. Every time I played through that, I played through all of them like four times. 
I don't know how we got on this tangent. I'll be honest with you. You brought it up. Let's bring it brought up some. Let's bring it back and let's bring it all the way back to PUBG, (laughs) which uh, PUBG to run at sixty frames per second on Xbox One X. They have confirmed PUBG will run at sixty frames per second on the Xbox One X, while Bluehole might be forced to limit the FPS on the regular Xbox One hardware. Even though they are trying to push it to 60. Mm-hmm. So they've confirmed it does run at 60 on the Xbox One X, and they are trying to get it to run at 60 on the original Xbox and the mm-hmm. S. Um, I'll be interested to see how it runs on the original that I have. I'll, I will, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe I'll plug in the original, give you some <laughs> download, and give you some feedback after a few games. Well, um, yeah, like, I'm really excited. I thought I was expecting them to lock a 4K resolution at 30. Mm. Um, but I I would bet you that they are going to do some dynamic resolution scaling to to lock it at 60, like most oh, other games yeah, do. Probably. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome though. That's that's really good news, and. I, as a PUBG fucking addict, I will uh, absolutely be. I can't wait picking that up again. Remember, that's like I got, I got 12, 12. a gift card right before the the Black Friday sale, and I was like, yeah. oh, maybe I should just wait and get PUBG. <laughs> I, I, then I broke. I was like, I'm gonna buy PUBG anyway. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, next, next, and uh, last news story we got here, which is Dead Space Three is now available in EA Access. Um, Whatever. Only Dead Space game I didn't play past the first mission. Yeah, like, I, I never finished I just, any Dead Space. So, oh, you never finished any of them. I haven't finished any Dead Space games, and I love really? Survivor Horror. Yeah, I never finished one. I've got man. I got are, are one and two on yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. Play, play one and two. Like, take the time. You'll love them, especially mm. as somebody who loves Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah, you love the Evil Within. Yep, you will love Dead Space one and two, especially one. Dead yeah, Space 1 is like I said, I'm up to I just got past the part. I don't, I don't remember I where I'm exactly at, but I remember doing mm-hmm. that meteoral part where that is awful. That's the worst part of the game so far. Um maybe I'll have to restart the whole thing if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. But um yeah. There's it's, a it's one more a story time, but, uh, I wanna I wanna add good. in here because it's one that was floating around the ether for a while, was a rumor. And mm-hmm. It seems like it's coming true. Uh, Forza Horizon developer Playground Games is hiring talent for its secret new game, which we now know Ooh. is an open-world action RPG. Interesting. Uh, as reported by Game Industry... All of the Horizon games are open-world. No, I don't think they're going to struggle with the open-worldness of the game. Honestly, I feel like that's the easy part for them. I think it's the 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 action the RPG action. part. <laughs> Even the they, RPG to a certain degree, I can right. I can yeah. I feel yeah. pretty confident with. It's the action part that I'm like, hmm, this could go really good or really bad. Yeah. But uh, that wow, I'm excited. Wow. I'm excited. Yeah, that's really exciting. I think honestly, the Horizon games are my favorite. They're my Burnout Paradise replacement. Yeah, hundred percent. I get you. Um, yeah. They're they're fun to play, and if they have such a great scaling system for people like me who like arcade racers yeah. or something that's 
maybe a little bit more realistic arcade racer and i also like to dabble a little bit with this the sim uh, racing aspects of it and yeah. you can just like scale all over the place with with those uh, assists and stuff the horizon games are fantastic i'm really excited especially if this is like guerrilla games going from a first person shooter to an open world action game did it very gracefully i feel like this is it's less of a jump for them since they've done open world well, a lot they know how to build a world yeah the, the i feel like they know how to build a progression right? system yeah, it's the, just going to be interesting to see what they do with the action. Yeah, well, like I said, the important part of this story really is that, um, <clears throat> sorry, um, as reported by Game, GameIndustry.biz, the studio has acquired top developers from EA, Dice, North Star, Rock, uh, Rockstar North, sorry, and Ninja Theory, Ooh. as it looks to bolster its staff to build. Um, yeah, so. Ooh. Yeah, that's. Hopefully it all comes together. I'm interested, definitely. Hopefully it all comes together. Games with gold this month, Bunny. This is where you go get your games Oh, with they're gold. bad. I explained to people that they are not free. You pay for them. Make sure you download them. Even if they're bad, you download them. But you've got Warhammer um, End of Times from December 1st to December 31st. Warhammer the End Times. Warhammer colon the End Times colon Vermintide. Yeah, I, 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 Warhammer End Times. Um, Back to the Future. Dead, Warhammer. Um, but it's not December 16th to January 15th, uh, Child of Eden for December 1st. Best December game 15th, here. And Marlowe Briggs and The Mask of Death for December 16th to December 31st. Bunny, let's get into Fix's Sack. This is where you email them, my Xbox and me, podcast at gmail.com. And uh, usually you say nice things. This week's episode, uh, we've got an important email from. Hate on Fixer. Uh, well, we... uh, we'll see. Um, it says, yo, fixer, yo fixer, what is going on? <laughs> I asked a perfectly valid question last week, and you basically dismissed my point based on one person's point of view. <sighs> Yet, you are quite happy to talk endlessly about what you look for in a co-host when it was an obvious joke. Start uh, the obvious the joke. Okay, look. We're getting to it. Anyway, let me put my point in another way. If Microsoft are happy to have a main selling point of the Xbox One X being that it plays 10-year-old games better, then where does it leave them in the console industry? It just shows they are passengers and Sony are the drivers in the in this business. In Phil, you trust, you mug proper B.O. Paul. Paul, what are you doing to me out here, brother? Like, I appreciate the email as always. You're putting me on blast out here. Look, your point last week was, from my understanding, if I remember rightly, which I've probably been in. You probably don't. I probably don't. You... But I'm, I'm pretty sure the, the gist of it was, who the hell is buying an Xbox One X for old games? We also had an email come in that week saying how much someone loved their Xbox One X while it was upscaling old games. I was just putting the two emails together and showing you that your point of view is no one cares for this and someone literally emailing saying they care for this. So one man's opinion against one man's opinion. There you go. That was all I was doing. My opinion on the matter was, hell yeah, I'm with you. Why would you buy an Xbox One X to play old games? That's not, no. You buy it for new games, not old games. Personally. That's the argument here. At the same time, 
Microsoft needs that right now. Right now. Next year, two years from now, three years from now, I don't think they're going to need it. But they don't have any other sticks to shake no. in this console generation at the moment. They have great hardware now yep. that they finally put the power source in the box. I never thought the Xbox One was not great hardware. I just think it was marketed poorly. It, yeah, it, it, it was never bad hardware. Um, it, it, was, it was fine hardware with some weird design decisions in it. I think for me, at the end of the day, which, where it comes to hardware, is like, uh, with the, I love how resolution gate has totally changed now, where it's like, Back when it was like Xbox 900p, Xbox 900p, Xbox 900p, Xbox can't run at this. Mm-hmm. Now we don't see PS4 can't do this, PS4 Pro can't do this, PS4 Pro can't do this. Actually, we don't see it very often. Actually, if as somebody with an Xbox One X, I have been uh, digging into this quite a bit. Um, just looking like, okay, what this game says is Xbox One X enhanced. What mm-hmm. does that mean? Yeah, and in digging into that, you'll find a lot of Digital Foundry videos. Yes, that's why you all the time between the two. You're not it. It's not big news because Xbox and PlayStation are the Xbox One X and the PlayStation Four Pro are both going to do a better job than the standard console will. I agree, but and, what I'm saying is the point of the fact of when the Xbox One launched, everyone mm-hmm. wanted to hate on it for. Oh, it doesn't run at this. Now, the PS4 Pro, which is the competition to the Xbox One X, mm-hmm. can't do something, yet mm-hmm. nobody seems to care. Here's, here's the thing. Back then, it was still a battle. It was still a war, oh, right? Yeah, I agree. Sony has won the war, and we haven't reset to a true new console generation. If we had gone traditionally, and the PS4 Pro, and the Xbox One X, was it- or the PS5 and the Xbox Two, mm-hmm. It would have reset and it would have been a, a new war and Microsoft would be winning. But that's not where we're at. We're, we're into this new uh, kind of amorphous amoeba-like state where Xbox One X can run Oblivion at 4K. Yeah. And it's the greatest experience ever. And the PlayStation 4 Pro can't. Yeah. And nobody cares because Oblivion came out in 2006. It's very true. <laughs> Very true. No, is I totally agree. I totally agree. But it's just it's an interesting one. Um, it is interesting. Um, but I don't think to to proper Bo's point here. I don't think that is telling of the console industry. I think that's more telling of where uh, Microsoft is right now. They don't have anything ready that's exclusive yeah. to their content, other than this admittedly very good backwards compatible setup right so that gets you that might get you in the door going oh okay i i missed that game or i didn't i never played ninja gaiden black yeah Um, and i could play that here on the xbox one x while i play assassin's creed origins and oh it's going to run better than it would have if i had gone and found an xbox and that it's a supplemental uh, selling fi- selling feature that PlayStation doesn't have um, that you know you get in you're gonna get Crackdown three in in the spring you're gonna get you know whatever comes out um, whatever Microsoft unleashes on us yeah in the future which I'm really excited about 
based on their news about you know looking to acquire studios that's exciting hmm. let's get into the next one last one of the show it says hello i hope this message finds you all well kicking butt and playing some xbox my question is nice and simple do you think ea will lose the license to star wars EA's contract is till 2024. Do you think Disney slash Lucasfilm will be looking at other developers at all? Kiki can bark, guys, your friends slash lover, Mr. Moody. P.S. Just like, like I did with Fixer and Joseph Gary, both <laughs> me and Foxes would like to invite you to come on the Glorious Movie Cast at some point in the future. So Gary, oops, Bunny, you've now been invited to go on to the glorious movie cast at some point because Gary's not here. There you go. You know, I think I might, I think I might fit in there. Yeah, man, definitely. I mean, foxes, bunnies. I, my degrees kind of in screenwriting. Mm. Um, so you know, maybe you should go hit there. Me up, hit me up there, Mister Moody. <laughs> I like your podcast. Um, like how it looks on you. Do... Thanks. Actually, I want, I go want. On to put this seed of thought before you answer this question because I'm very interested. Disney is also licensing out on an individual basis Marvel games. Yep. Answer the question now. I was literally just going to say I don't think that this will make Disney do anything differently. Honestly, I think they need they need to do what they're doing with Marvel to see a return first before they will know what to do with Star Wars. And the point that I keep hearing people make, and I think it's a really good point because I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, apart from Jar Jar Binks, who's the best character. Um, <laughs> if the problem with Star Wars is you got you're going to have so many different people working with the Star Wars license. And that means you need to keep an eye on every single one of them. And they all need to be communicating and like, I'm telling this story over here in this world. You're telling this story over here in that world. And the problem with that is that puts a damper on creativity. And with Marvel, that's not what they're doing, where it's going to be standalone, <clears throat> standalone game here, standalone game there. This over here, Spider-Man over here in this universe that doesn't tie into the Marvel universe with this Avengers game over here that doesn't tie into this over here. Star Wars, they don't do that. Star Wars, everything is very... Everything is canon. You don't get and, to play with that world the yeah. way some people yeah. would like to, I believe. Yeah. And, and we've seen in the past very, very, very interesting and well done things that would not pass a disney inspection to become canon kind yeah. of thing right now that being said i think because and they again this is something they do with marvel in the movies they have kevin feige 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 whatever however feige. you pronounce his name they have he is the marvel cinematic universe curator but you've got how how many developer directors are have have made marvel movies yeah you know and it'll be really interesting to see the the success of the marvel movies i think is going to play a bit of a factor here i also think the success of the success or failure of the marvel video games 100 compared to the success or failure of the star wars video games 
not only financially, primarily financially, but also critically, because Disney does not want to go, hey, we've got these amazing Star Wars movies and these really mediocre games. Yeah. They want they want quality. And and that's something that Disney has always wanted Strive. more, I think, than anything else. And that they I think they believe that that quality leads to financial success. Um, and EA has money to make quality products and they made a very good looking product. I was but they lost the goodwill of the people. Yeah, you're literally so, hitting on what I was thinking about saying. If if the Insomniac Spider-Man game does well, which I think it will do well critically, I think it will do well commercially. Yeah. Um, especially since it's it's exclusive and it's exclusive to a console that's already got like fucking 70 million units out there. And it's exclusive and, to a console where people attached to games of its genre it doesn't matter what it is exactly so many, exactly so fans jump to their exclusives and buy them like i said we exactly. made this example last week which was um the order 8886 sold over a million copies sunset overdrive a much better game sold like three hundred thousand copies like i agree come on yeah i liked the order i will admit that it was not the best game it was average at best i i enjoyed it, it yeah it, i had fun doesn't mean but it was whatever, a great game. Nonetheless. But yeah, Sunset Overdrive, better game. And you're right. It, uh, part of that too, I think Sunset released at a bad time in the Xbox One's life cycle. I think if Sunset released now, it's oh. gonna, it would sound way more common. Way more common. 100%. Um, but uh, yeah, that's if we see Marvel Spider-Man do insanely well and get really, really well-received critically, Insomniac's not exclusive to uh, Sony. They're not owned by Sony. Nope. Um, they, well, they could be <laughs> asked to make. Yeah, they could be asked to make a an open world action game or a three D platforming game or a hybrid of the two or a Sunset that, Overdrive two, please. Yeah, but in the Marvel universe with a different property. I, yeah. I'm, I think that the Spider-Man thing has something to do with Sony's uh, ownership of the movie the license. Probably love that. Um, but it, we see that do well. We see the IDOS Montreal game do well. We see any other projects that are out there do well, critically and commercially. And if we continue to see EA stumble and not like fully recover and take everything to the house at this point. I think in 2024, we might see Disney say, okay, we're not going to exclusively license this contract to any one publisher. We're going to hire somebody to curate this universe film and game and, you know, other media to make sure that everything ties into itself but we're going to find the best people to make this regardless of where they work. I hope uh, you're right. What publisher they're with. And I, I hope that's where we go. Everything needs to fall into the right place for that to happen. Yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, domino effecting where this is good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. We're seeing money I mean, returned and good products. Yeah. At this point, we're at two strikes 
for EA. I mean, a Battlefront was not the first Battlefront was not well received. It did make a lot of money, but I think that that not having anything really to tie into their Star Wars universe other than oh here's a pretty battlefield yeah. um kind of thing it hurts them uh it, you know might count as as a strike um who knows if the cancellation and and shuttering of visceral um affects that at all i don't think it really does no i don't um, think so with i think maybe with ea's comments on people not wanting to play first person games and or single player linear games yeah uh, and then also having this huge clusterfuck over the the Battlefront Two migrant transactions uh, is it combined Strike Two um, for for EA with that, and I, I don't see them making they they're going to make unpopular decisions um, publicly, but I think critically and commercially they do not have any room for error with the Star Wars franchise any longer. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's a great place to end. Um, Bunny, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. What have you got to plug, my friends? I do one thing and one thing only. Twitch.tv slash superkillerbunny. Twitch.tv slash superkillerbunny. Spell it out. Spell it the word super like you normally would on a Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But then add killer with a K-I-L-R and a B-U-N-Y for bunny. And Fair find enough. Me. You can Fair also enough. find me on Twitter with that same handle. You can also find me pretty much anywhere that I am with that Xbox Live Super Killer Bunny Steam. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, guys, again, thank you all so much for listening. Last week's numbers were amazing. Uh, keep sharing the content. Keep liking the content. Keep your feedback coming. Please tell me if my audio is better. Um, because I love how people are like, thank God that one dude sent in about fixes audio. I'm like, yo, nobody told me how was I meant to know. It sounds good on my end. And then I go back and listen. I'm like, oh, yeah, it does jump around a little bit. I figured out it. I hope I figured out the fix. So let me know. But if you don't let me know, how am I meant to know? Like, seriously. Um, apart from Psychic that, powers, uh, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. You can get this show early. You can get other goodies. You literally keep the lights on, as I say, every goddamn week. I think people think I'm joking when I say that. I'm not. Um, You're uh, paying for fixers access to Pornhub. <laughs> Don't tell people that. That's not true. Um, like I say, this is it's the end of the year. So we got obviously we've got Game of the Year talk coming up. Uh, we've got the Game Awards to talk about, which I'll be doing a live reaction to. Community Ooh. Game Night on the 12th. So 12th of December, be there. Um player unknown battlegrounds where we'll have me and a ton of other people where we're gonna have running different squads and getting people in and jumping people out all live on twitch.tv slash mcfixer um and a lot of new content coming in the new year so keep believing in this keep believing in the youtube channel which youtube.com slash my xbox and me if you're not subscribed over there please do um i've got I've, we want to do more new content over there gary's working hard on reviews um we're working on new scheduling like i say send gary your goddamn love he needs it and uh, until next week bunny i will love you leave you and see you all later ooh, ooh, ooh.